Welcome to the Guaranteed Irish Business Podcast, where each week we're joined by leaders of Guaranteed Irish member businesses to chat about how they sustain jobs, communities and provenance. Supported by FBD Insurance, Ireland's largest homegrown insurer. Support. It's what we do. Hello and welcome to the Guaranteed Irish Business Podcast. My name is Reid O'Connell and joining me today is Tom Marin, co-founder and CEO of Astity to talk to us about the importance and benefits of solar energy and high temperature heat pumps, their heat as a service model, and projects such as the first solar powered craft brewery in Ireland. Tom, you're very welcome. Thank you, Breed. I'm dying to hear the story since we last spoke because listeners who are tuning in for the first time may not have realised that we spoke a while back when you were a complete startup. You're now boasting 22 employees. You have a location in the Guinness Enterprise Centre in Dublin and opening up one soon in Dingle. Great success. Tell us a little about the history of Astatine and how the company has evolved over time. Yeah, thanks, Brady. Uh, Astatine is focused on delivering renewable heat and renewable power solutions for industry in Ireland. Um, we have a huge depth of experience from um, from the founders and the directors of the company. We've all been involved in the energy sector for 20, 30 years. So we combined that together and we've strengthened that then with a lot of engineering resources, both from Ireland and from overseas. For example, we hired Spanish people. Why? Because they're very good at, they've been doing solar for the last 20 years. Of course. We've, so it's this combination of this multidisciplined engineering and delivery experience that we have. Um, so as I said, we're involved in renewable heat and renewable power. Um, everyone knows about the power element, so maybe I'll start with the renewable heat. Ireland has the lowest renewable heat penetration in Europe at 5.8%. The European average is 29% and the Nordic countries are over 50%. So it's the one area that we really need to, to tackle. And the government now really understands the way to achieve this is to get industry to decarbonize its heat. Industry that's applicable to heat pump technology is about 25% of our heat usage in Ireland. And all that can be converted to electrification. So the big question is, what's stopping them? Yeah, I, a lot of it in the past has been knowledge transfer and understanding. So when we go up to the Nordics, the first thing they think about is a heat pump, while here the first thing we think about is a boiler. But as we go down this road of decarbonization, now there's other reasons as well that the, the, the differential between the price of, of gas and the price of electricity wasn't as favorable for heat pumps, but now it is. And there was less um, grants and other uh, support. support systems. But that's all changed. Because the government realises this is a huge area, they are now brought out a new grant programme for industry. And they'll grant aid up to 40% of the full installation. So not just of the heat pump, of the full installation. Very impressive and yeah. very encouraging. And of course, in line with all our climate action plans. So it has to be done. It has to be done. But here's the great thing that industry needs to hear. That the first 50 to 70% of decarbonisation makes really good commercial sense. So the best way to use heat pumps is we use waste heat and we convert it into useful heat. So remember when we were doing our junior cert, or in our case, our intercert, the, the law of you, energy can't be created or destroyed. So that's the same. So most industries have boilers and we heat stuff up and then we cool it to cooling towers or chillers. But all a heat pump solution does, it takes that waste heat, brings it from 
whatever from 20 30 degrees and brings it back up to 80 90 or 120 degrees and we use it so it's very very efficient because of this efficiency it typically reduces carbon by 70 percent but the great thing about it we typically see paybacks of somewhere between three and one year really commercials so in terms then of the clients that you've managed to get in front of and convince that this is the way to go how has the uptake been in irish businesses and irish industry out there are they getting the message and are they making the leap of faith to change? Yeah, it's it, it, it's an interesting question and it varies across the, the sectors and years. But we're finding, yeah, people are becoming a lot more upskilled in these, both the international and our indigenous companies. We're heavily involved here with the dairy sector. It makes huge actually sense there. I've got some mm, very large projects. So a sector gr- under pressure as well to reduce the carbon uh, yeah. output. Uh, but the great, like Ireland is interesting, I don't know what percentage, I think it's 90% of our milk is processed. And typically it's processed into powder or cheeses. So we have to add heat to do this. And as, as we do this, hence that's all done with gas, but that's a very good application for heat pumps. So we have some really large uh, projects. And typically we find in that sector we can decarbonize about 60%. And typically we're seeing paybacks of sub three years. That's super, isn't it? Isn't Very it amazing? Yeah. When we think about it, but it's just, it's knowledge. It's knowledge. And, yeah, it's knowledge. It knowledge. It's education. It is. So to, in order to educate our listeners here and other Guaranteed Irish members, I know you have some really good leaders out there who um, see the sense in it and it's affecting the bottom line big time. And a lot of them are Guaranteed Irish businesses. Who has actually taken the leap that are, are actually part of the Guaranteed Irish community, I think? Yeah, so look... It, it is great. Um, we have uh, Clonakilty, Blackburn. We have Wicklow Wolf. We have um, Hope Beer. We have Irish Distillers. I think they're and then so that's so our sectors are broken into the food sector, the dairy sector, and the drink sector. And all those we have some smaller companies who are very active, and it's great to see the leadership that's shown in our indigenous companies and then we have some of the larger international companies from Diageo to Irish Distillers to uh, Boston Scientific uh, these type of companies well if you've got big names like that I think you mentioned Pfizer originally to me as well in terms of those kind of names of support so if those those businesses at a global level are taking that uh, um, time I suppose to understand the new processes and the savings to the bottom line it's really, I suppose, incumbent upon us to help you get the message out to other businesses out there. Now, I know there's a huge drive in renewables and the idea of reducing carbon footprint, but in actual fact, this is a business that can take money off the bottom line. Yeah, and 100%. Typically, we see cost reductions of 50% with, with heat pumps. Now we have the government grant aiding this by up to 40 up to, up to 40%. And there's other supports as well. So typically we will see circa 50% total supports. Um, That's amazing. And I suppose another vote of confidence for your business is the support you're getting from the European Investment Bank, which you've secured very recently. Maybe tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so the European Investment Bank, together with ISIF, our own strategic investment fund, realised that the SMEs needs a facility that if they don't want to fund this themselves, that they see it as non-core, that there's facility that they will fund. So we've recently signed a 25 million debt facility with a combination of the European Investment Bank and ISIF to a fund called Sullis. And that's specifically for to invest in renewable technology, both solar, heat pump, 
anything that reduces carbon for SMEs. So a real vote of confidence for your business if they're giving you that undertaking of that n- amount of uh, debt facility. Well done, a real feather in your cap. Yeah, and it's great to see how this can be translated into increasing the competitiveness of Ireland. Like I always say to people, we've been probably at a disadvantage on our heat because our gas comes in predominantly from overseas. But now as we convert this into, a, we electrify it, we have a huge advantage. Um, and we also do solar, as I said in the beginning, we do power. And the reason we do solar, it that's the, that's the raw material for the heat pump. And we can do that as a combination on its own with heat pumps or on its own. Um, solar, I believe every roof in Ireland should have solar on it. It's especially industry. It makes a no-brainer. With today's prices, again, we're three to four-year paybacks. But we can also fund these projects. Uh, we're doing a large project in... Um, it's a cold store CMS over in Galway and we're investing 1 million euro in that to it'll do about 35% of their total power requirements so I have to ask you Tom I think there is a lack of awareness and lack of education on the connectivity between solar electricity and the heat pumps and how complementary they are to each other a lot of we'll say residents rather than businesses necessarily who aren't in the facilities management space don't understand that they're, they're such a complementary service and they're picking one or the other. Have you found that? And how do we get around that? Yeah, well, if you take Clonakilty Blackbutter now, we did a solar and we did a heat pump project. And the great thing when you do a combination of them, we can size the solar to match the new load of the heat pump. And we can be really smart. We can say, okay, there's loads of... Um, of excess solar, we can generate that into heat storage, which is very cheap. It's about one fifteenth the cost of electrical power storage. And are the costs associated with the battery for storage there very prohibitive? Because you'd often hear people talking about battery storage and costs. Yeah, they're still not there, but we will start by storing heat. So a big tank of water is, as I said, it's a fraction of the cost of electrical, but it's still. So... And then there's other areas we can be very smart by. We can say, okay, there's excess power on the grid. Well, let's use the heat pump more more, and fill up this store. So you start, once you put the infrastructure in, we can be very effective then optimizing that to make sure we decarbonize and to deliver real cost benefit. So for businesses out there who are listening at the moment, what supports are available and how can they be applied for to get the benefit of what you're bringing, which will effectively reduce their bottom line? Yeah, there's there's a number of supports. There's uh, the Better Energy Communities and uh, the SSHR. The SSHR has been recently agreed now in the Minister. What does SSHR stand oh, for, it's, Tom? It's kind of the heat pump um, grant program. Before this, it was very limited. It only did air source, and it was very mo- aimed more towards smaller scale. That's being changed now. Right. And uh, Minister Ryan will be announcing that in the next couple of weeks, without preempting that. But uh, it's been agreed now, and there's grants there now of up to forty percent for oh, industry. And where can somebody find information on that? It'll be published. In, in the coming weeks but okay. I can tell you it's all agreed now and it's great they've taken a really smart approach at SEAI they have um, they have put the grants they've linked it to how efficient your system is right because they didn't just want people throwing in any heat pump solution that might be less effective yeah uh, because we still have only X amount of energy we can create so sure. why be inefficient with it and we've huge draws on our electrical power through electrification of transport and heat. So the grant program is going to be linked to how efficient your system is. Um, 
So on the grant programs, what we typically do with our clients, we will we will do an initial survey. As part of that, we will assess the grants that are going to be applicable and the the most the most grants we can get, and we will follow that through. We will do the full application as part of the. Okay, service. well, actually, I think that's a big source of comfort as well. If you do that for the client, they're more inclined to go through that process with you while you're holding their hand because it is quite new we are evolving we're we're a bit behind our nordic partners but nonetheless we still it's still new in ireland i think we are behind but to be fair we're the highest in europe for for renewable power so we're below on heat but we're good on power so okay. it's 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 good but yeah no it is important that there's that kind of as i say the cradle the grave that concept of we will take the concept we're heavily engineered we will then take the concept bring it right the way through optimizing whatever grant support systems are there, do those applications for the client, because very often some of them are very technical and that can have clients push back a bit, but we're very used to the process. Once you get used to it, it's it becomes, and then we can bring it right the way through to bring it up to uh, to the board level for that's investment. Uh, we can stand over SLAs for up to 10 years or longer, or we can fully finance them. But read the messages with CEOs and CFOs this makes commercial sense. For sure. Together with carbon sense. And in terms of the whole sustainability going forward and how important it is and it's going to be part of our, I suppose, agenda for the rest of our lives, realistically, yeah. um, what needs to be done in addition to what's already done by the public bodies and government out there? Or are we at where we're going to get to now? No, we've huge, huge, and there's huge innovation coming into the sector. Look, there is a lot of... Well, it's confusion is wrong, but there's so many words as carbon neutral, or carbon zero, carbon misuse. Mm. Like mm. people don't. Uh, so I was at a conference recently. With a, it was it was a tech conference, and there was all this discussion going on. And I just got up and said, "It's very easy, guys. Let's stop burning stuff. Mm. Very simple. Mm. So that's the Let's st- if you've got a boiler, a heap pump works there. It's very simple. And you will be replacing that boiler within the next ten years. That's for sure. So if I can say to you now, this has a three-year or one-year, two-year payback. The government will support it. Why it's not do no it brainer. now? Why not do it now? Because this, what people need to realize is, you know, this carbon goes into the atmosphere. It's difficult to get it out. So now is, and the great thing about the new, the, 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 the climate action plan, it's cumulative. So the less you act now, the more, the, the bigger sure problem you're going to have. Yeah. For sure. In terms of Vasta team, so you're, for people listening who are saying, well, I've only a small business that's not really applicable to me because you've mentioned big names like Diageo and, 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 and large pharmaceuticals. It is applicable to all business sizes, isn't it, Tom? Yeah, look, all, all business sizes. As I said, if you're using power and if you're using some element of heat, gas or LPG, it's applicable. And it works. Here's what the message is. This this makes commercial sense. So, Tom, this strikes me as something that will be applicable not just to businesses, but I'm really excited. Is this is there anything in the plans to roll it out for the domestic user? Yeah. Look, because of the amount of interest that we get from that, watch this space. We have a new solution coming on board in the next couple of months. Okay. Well, you heard it here first from Astatin and on Guaranteed Irish Business Podcast, but it's certainly something I'll be looking at. We'll hold that point, Tom, rather than drive you on and force you to tell us what's coming down the line. Tell us some of the projects that you've, really exciting projects that you've just put through the system and are really successful already. Yeah, so look, we have, we have a very interesting project in Galway. It's a, it's a new distillery. It's the first distillery in Europe that won't have a chimney. 
Okay, so can you give us the name of the distillery? It's called the Ahashkra Distillery. Okay, so and explain that, a distillery without a chimney. Interesting. Yeah, because think about on the distillery business, we heat stuff up and then we condense it, we cool it down. And all we're doing is we're taking the cooling water coming back from it and we're using that, we're heating it up. But it, we're heating this up to 120 degrees C, which is the first high temperature heat pump in Ireland or the UK. The heat pumps were delivered last week and we will be commissioned in the, in the, by Paddy's Day. But what this means is they're total fossil free distillery, first mm. in Europe. So it's really, but this is where companies need to look at. Every company needs to say, I need to stop burning fossil fuel. Now, how do I effectively do that? That business will save circa 250000 a year on operating expense. Wow. Well, that's what for a, the what next a difference to the bottom line, right? For the next 20 years. For a small microbrewery. For a small microbrewery. Wow, what Think a change, yeah. yeah. Now, Tom, another area that you provide is the as-a-service model. Talk to us about what that means. How does it work for you, both your heat and electricity? Yeah, as-a-service, we provide all the capex for the projects, and then we sign a a term either five years up to 15 years we use the european investment money and icef money to this low-cost money to to decarbon industry and it's a service model so it's like it's a service that you get from your electric supplier or your gas supplier we just provide heat as a service or we provide power as a service so we charge per kilowatt so it puts all the risk and the capital back with ourselves but that's where it should be because that's, we don't see that as risk. It's our day-to-day business. So no capital expenditure required by the company and you take the risk and the service goes in. And how successful has that been? Yeah, no, that's really taken off now. We've, we've, a, we've a number of projects. We have uh, Dairy Gold has it kind of heat as a service. Uh, we're also doing solar with them. So again, this concept of one is, is very complementary to the other. But we also have some large projects uh, on that where there'll be of a heat pump project of 8 million which will be as a service um, and what it means the core investment for a lot of clients and capitalist constraint now especially as interest rates rise they want to spend it on their their own processes so we can take these non-core items and we can fund them as a service well certainly the future sounds very exciting in the capable hands of yourself tom marin co-founder and ceo of astatine thank you so much for joining us on the guaranteed irish business podcast brilliant thank you And for any further information for businesses out there who really want to affect positively their bottom line, save money and do the right thing by the environment, contact astatine.ie and Tom and his team will make contact with you. Thank you as always for listening and don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you're listening and leave us with a review if you like the episode. Thank you. The Guaranteed Irish Business Podcast, sponsored by FBD Insurance, Ireland's largest homegrown insurer. Support. It's what we do.